back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Ticket Water Cooler right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We talked volleyball. Let's get into a little bit of basketball. I know, you know, everybody wants us to talk football. It's a bye week. Let's talk about some of the other sports, why don't we? Basketball has their exhibition exhibition match game against Shadron State this Saturday. And uh, Fred Hoiberg talked to the media today and uh, kind of let everyone in. Not kind of. He let everyone in on what the starting five is going to be for that that exhibition match. And that's going to be your your five starters for Nebraska men's basketball against Shadron State. Sam Greasel, Emmanuel Bandamel, C.J. Wilcher, Wilhelm Breidenbach, and Derek Walker. Mm. There you go. My first my first thought, and I you know, I'd be wrong, whatever. I thought, where's Blaze Keita? Mm-hmm. We we're also told everybody's healthy, so it's not that well. Yeah, except it's for, not that. Except for uh, not Denim. Um, Jamarcus Lawrence. Uh, Q? Q. Q's out. Q is the, the yeah, Q's the only one that is injured. He's out for the year. Everyone else is healthy and ready to go, and they're going to try to roll people in, roll as many people in as they can against Shadron State. So we'll hopefully see everybody get some playing time. But, again, you've got your uh, – Two transfers from this offseason and C.J. Wilcher, Wilhelm Breidenbach, Derek Walker coming back from last year's team. Now, and, we, and we talked about it yesterday. We, we've said it before, Rico. Um, Nebraska has an opportunity here where, if, if you think back to the recent years, and this goes even back before Fred Hoiberg, they've always had one guy that, that kind of dominates the scoring, or you would expect to dominate the scoring, whether it's Taran Petaway, whether it's... Um, Oh gosh, I'm trying. I'm blanking on names. Turan Petaway. There was um, after after Turan. Um, Dylan. Dil- or, excuse me. Dylan Talley was before Turan. James Palmer. James Palmer was one. Thank you. That was that was the guy. <laughs> um, James Palmer. You had then it was like Isaac Copeland for a little bit. Um, but no, you had like this. These guys, Bryce McGowan's last year, and you don't have that this year. You don't have a five star guy um, of. Or even a, a guy that can shoot the ball and is going to score 35 points a game. Not saying Nebraska always had that, but they had guys capable of it. And as an opponent, you look and you scout Nebraska, slow down Bryce McGowan's and you have a good shot to win because not a lot of there's not a lot of offense other places. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of consistent offense um, from a lot of other places. Or at least not a lot of people that have plays drawn up for them well, to, to be put into a scoring position. It was mostly... You know, with those guys, it was give this guy the ball, let them do work. If they end up finding mm-hmm. somebody else, or if they do get shut down, we'll try and work something else out for somebody else. But with this team, everybody is a threat. Nobody is going, in my eyes at least, and I'm pretty sure that you're thinking the same way, they're not going to have that 30-point-a-night score. No. They'll have guys who can erupt for 30 points, but nobody is going to be looked at as, 
we need this person to score this many points to be within contention for this game. Yeah, so like, and that's okay though. Make, like, maybe that works out. I was talking to Strick one day, uh, a couple weeks ago after he was down at practice, and he he was kind of saying the same thing. And this is where this thought comes from is is after our conversations with with Strick. I know Rico and I have have talked to him as well. It's one of those things where listen, they might win a game fifty one to forty three where your leading scorer has 12 points or has 16 points, and you're going to walk away going, man, it wasn't pretty. It, like, it was a defense-led game. They they held, they took, they you know, they shot the free throws well. They got to the line. They didn't take a whole lot of threes. They, they got the ball down low. Maybe they, don't, they didn't shoot too well from the field, but somehow, someway, they got the job done. And, and if you sit there at the end of a season and have a, a consistent effort like that to where you're winning games, folks, I mean, Husker fans will remember the Doc Sadler era. You weren't scoring over 65 points a game. You weren't scoring over 60 points a game. Like, if you have that, and if you kind of embrace a defensive-minded team, allow 43 to 50 points a game, and your benchmark, basically, mm-hmm. right? We it goes. I mean, it goes back to what Fred Hoiberg's talked about recently um, in previous seasons of scoring the basketball, shoot the three at a high clip, things like that. You would score, you know, 65, 70 points a game, and your defense would have to hold them under that mark. Well, now, if you're a defensive-minded team, maybe your defense could hold them to 50, 55 points a game, and that benchmark of points that you need to reach to keep yourself in contention to win a game becomes a lot lower and it's only 55 compared to 65 or 70 points. worry about putting up 80 points because you're not able to stop anybody and uh, Mississippi Mud Dog makes a good point the two years we had Palmer we had Copeland Watson and Roby they Mm -hmm. could all go off on a given night as well that was the last time we were a decent relevant basketball team yeah that's 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 true that the when they had guys that they could go to and you know you're not looking at one of those guys to score 30 points they could all they all had the capability of scoring 30 points so you know you you didn't have to turn to one and just say oh well Isaac Copeland isn't scoring Isaac Copeland could you know play some solid defense grab some rebounds Glenn Watson is out here dishing out assists and playing solid defense Isaiah Roby we still don't know if he realized how good he was we didn't realize how good he was give us Stephen Bardo Uh, and then Trey Palmer Trey Palmer was probably that one guy and he was just getting to the the free throw line Mm -hmm. every single night like so many times so that was his specialty so you had guys who were good at a bunch of different things but also they were they had the ability to I don't know if lock people down is the exact term, but play mm-hmm. solid defense and have just enough offense to win enough games to be decent slash relevant. Well, like I said, I I don't know who those guys are going to be. Like who is going to be the Isaac Copeland of this team? Like I I don't know who's going to play in what role. Isaac Copeland. So I mean, if you think, if you think look about that, it, like, like if you dumb it down, so we'll just dumb it down, right? Isaac Copeland was like a steady, steady force that you kind of look to, and you look at him, and you're like, yeah, like I trust that guy. That that would be your Derek Walker, just a steady force. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm not, I'm like not position like comparing wise. I'm, I'm I'm thinking position wise. Well, I mean, Isaac, Isaac Copeland played center. Derek Walker's starting at center right now, so I mean, Co played center. Yeah. Are you sure, Rico? Yeah, because Roby uh, was at the four. I'm pretty sure Cope played like small forward. No, Isaac Copeland. No. He was a five-star transfer from Georgetown. Yeah, he played center. We're gonna look this up because I thought that was the year. Man, Nebraska basketball. It's been. It's it was been a, a sm- it was a small center. He played center. Roby was at the power forward. Palmer was at the small. Jordy Shimanga played center. Jordy, and that was the year of Jordy and Tanner Borkart. 
That was also when Brady Hyman was a freshman. Mm, the tooth. Yeah. So so that was when so they they played they oh man they had Amir Harris yeah there were a couple good guys on this team Amir Harris was I feel big like he played a lot Deshaun of Burke so he was a forward he, he was, was a power forward yeah so he was about the, he was the same height as Roby I feel so like he was he the played, same height as Roby I feel like he played a decent amount of center just Maybe because the other guys weren't really I don't know like Tan- they Tanner were Borkart was the the guy I mean Tanner Borkart was in the starting lineup for part of that season but was he the guy like you say that. Well, I, I think so. I mean, maybe. Like, you say that, but at the same time, Jordy Schumann, like, some of those centers got in a lot of foul trouble or just weren't really doing a good job. Tanner Borkart played in all 36 games. Okay, you can play in all 36. Isaac Copeland played in 20. Yeah, because he got hurt. He did. He tore his ACL. So, let's see. what. Let's see. Let's just take a look here. I'm trying to find, uh, like, a, uh, a box score, because that will tell us more. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, we're getting flamed on the text line, but that's fine. Not just one person. Lawyer Rico with his argument on the basketball roster. Um, I don't know. I can't find a box score, unfortunately, for it. But I can't go that far back in the basketball lore. You can't go back to Tony McRae days can, or Brandon I, Richardson. I cannot go that far. Bo back Spencer, in the transfer from LSU, can't do it. I also, while I was looking through this 2018 roster, yeah, unnamed te- Burkhart only. Burkhart only started when both Copeland and Jordy were out. See. He played. He did play. Start. Yeah. Um, so here's here's what's funny. I was looking at uh, the the 2018 roster. Um, Nana Akenton was also on this roster, mm. who was a high level. He was a high four star, I believe. He transferred early. Yeah. So all right. Well, anyway, going back to this year's roster. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, uncertainty around it. Obviously, once again. But I, I truly think like it's going to be a different type of mindset, different type of goal maybe on offense to where they won't look to score 75 points a game. They won't try to score 80 points per game, mm-hmm. um, but instead score 55 or 60, and, and they'll be just fine with that uh, because hopefully they have they, – they're incredibly – now, once again, like we look at this roster, incredibly tall and incredibly long. They're so long. They are so long. And, and, and like Bryce McGowan's was long last year for being a guard – um, but now you now you bring in Emmanuel Bandumel and Blaze Key like they're they're extremely long and they finally have potential size down low I mean, with the had, addition of Blaze Keita. And now you have two guys in your starting lineup in Greasel and and Bandumel mm-hmm. with NCAA tournament experience, so they know yeah. what it takes not only to get there, but hopefully if Nebraska does end up getting there, what it takes to play in the tournament. And they know you know what it takes to be on a winning program. They've been on winning programs, so it's it's another thing where they. They can help these guys, if they are successful, how to deal with success. Because that's mm-hmm. another thing that people love to talk about is uh, with the football team, with the basketball team, with the men's basketball team, they haven't been successful in so long. When you get that first taste of success, are you able to build upon it or are you going to fold under the pressure? Yeah. And you've, you have a couple of guys who have been successful and know what it takes and can help lead these guys through all of those those issues and those roadblocks, those bumps in the road that they're going to face. So it depends. Okay, going back to this Copeland thing, because I'm still diving deeper on it. So in 2017, he did not play center. He did not. In 2018, he did, because Shimonga was not there in 2018. Mm-hmm. Shimonga was there in 2017. Um, but there were multiple times where he played, there were multiple, played in yes, the game at center. But there was also, in 2017, he had there was Doobie Okeke, the Winthrop transfer. Okay, Doobie Okeke did not play that well. He didn't play what well. nobody played well. Nebraska basketball has been atrocious these last couple years. 
They have no nobody. They played better than those teams did. Well, I, yeah, but you had Anton Gill on this on this team. You had Anton Gill freshman year, Thomas Allen, who then transferred to Tom, and then NC State, obviously. Um, you still had James Palmer Jr. had Roby on this team. Thor was a freshman. Love him from Reykjavik, Iceland. Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Well, the guy, his dad said Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Anyway, but Malcolm Laws. Jeez, I forgot about that guy. I'm just gonna keep going back farther and farther on these Husker basketball rosters. Andrew White was in 2015-2016. Not mm, interested in Syracuse. Jack McVeigh. Yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, he transferred to Syracuse. Yeah, from I think, Michael Jacobson, the uh, Indianapolis Colts tight end, was a freshman <laughs> on this 2015. That's t- a weird sentence. Yeah, who would have thought Nick Fuller was a sophomore? Gee whiz. Ed Morrow transferred to Marquette. When Sad we come day. back, maybe we do another. We do some more deep dives on Nebraska men's basketball. I don't know. We'll see where the wind takes us. You guys are listening to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.